Support for the Hella Tired podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And again, if you haven't figured what that out, if you haven't figured out what that means by now, um, it's when you need to make sure your ball sack and your unit is nice and shaved because you're a gentleman of epic proportions. You're not going out with expecting a face to be near there. However, if a face goes near there, wouldn't it be so awesome to have someone that's just taking care of themselves down there? You know, they, let me tell you something. The Lawnmower 2.0 is a product that Manscaped had developed where it's a nick-free system to get as close shaved as you need to be. I'm telling you, dude, I have cut myself shaving time and time and again. Uh, it's a terrible process without something like the Lawnmower 2.0, and now I'm just no regard at all. Just vroom, vroom, vroom. I got two minutes. I got to go in two minutes. I still take care of my shit. Spray a little ball refresher and toner on there. That's a real product they have. And you guys are missing out if you don't have it. Um, you know, uh, special guest today, Danielle Arce. Hi. I always fuck up your name, dude. You said dude. it right. Arce. Yeah. Okay. But I'm so, I've been fucking it up for so long. Now I'm doubting myself when I get it <laughs> correct. Arce. Um, you know, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to go into detail, but you know, mm. hey, you may have had a penis close or near around your face a time or two. I mean, there may have been a time or two. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There's a possibility. It, just like, you know, yeah. you love, you, you're interested in them. You're yeah. already down there. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. willfully. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so wouldn't it be nice if you get down there and it smelled great, yes. it looked great. Oh my god! You don't have to fucking pluck hairs out it of your mouth. It makes such a difference. There have been times where I went to go down there and then I was like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm not going to do this." And what is the guy mm-hmm. gonna say? Why? Mm-hmm. You know why, dude? Yeah. So come on, just do yourself a favor. Do your counterpart Trim a favor. Do your future counterparts mm-hmm. a favor and take care of your downstairs. Please. Like, please, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Even you know, look. I'm not saying it could never happen, but even if I had a dick and balls in my face and that probably was not a situation I'd like to be in, if the guy just didn't smell like how well, I'd usually smell without mm-hmm. Manscaped product, I would just it would just be a worse moment yeah. on top of a very bad moment already. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. So just avoid those kind of situations and shop at manscaped.com and use the code TIRED for 20% off and free shipping. And yeah, that's a steep one. That's fucking big dick energy uh, or whatever the equivalent is to however, however you're feeling is what that is. Um, Manscaped.com. Use code hella. Uh, nope. Just kidding. Use code tired for 20% off and free shipping. I uh, love you guys very much. And thank you for believing in your boy. Uh, me and Danielle have an episode to do. Yes. So we'll see you in a couple seconds, guys. Bye. Yay. Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of the Hell Attire Podcast. I am your host, Per Yush. Bubba McComb, a.k.a. Sad Boy Shinobi, a.k.a. the Costco Cannonball, a.k.a. the Sam's Club Savage. Um, today I am joined by a very special guest, uh, one of my personal favorite comedians, uh, originally from Phoenix, but has uh, became better than all of us and has since moved on from this hellhole. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm very happy to have her in the uh, podcast studio, which also happens to be the very last podcast in this room. Uh, the podcast was essentially birthed and continues, but uh, this is an end of an era. And I'm very happy to have Miss Danielle Arce here Yay. to end a very awesome string of events. 
Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm now that this fucking smooth stuff is over, very happy to have you, Danielle. <laughs> um, intro over. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I didn't give any. I didn't give you any AKAs because you don't need any. I don't need. You know it. what I mean? No. It's, if you don't know who Danielle is, you're already pretty much kind of behind the ball, right? Well, I mean, no, that's a good thing. Isn't that a good saying? You're behind the ball on this one. I've never heard that saying in Fuck. my entire life. Sorry, behind guys. the ball. Yeah, like you're no. behind the ball on this one. No. Well, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> if you don't know who Danielle is, you're a piece of shit, probably. Uh, no. She, she, no, yes, yes, yes. Uh, she's a comedian. Uh, uh, she's an actor. I'm mostly comedian. Yeah, I know. But you, come on. Let's just be real. I can act. Don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Dude, like uh, your your Facebook or your Instagram stories yeah. is pretty much like an audition every day. It's is like, it? It's like, oh, do you want <laughs> someone that looks and acts like this in your movie? Yeah. Like... Just go to Danielle's story and watch and see if she'll fit. You know, Dude. you don't even got to talk to her. Just like, oh, yeah, this is this is the one. This is what the, we need her, you know. Um, but, yeah, mostly, majorly uh, of the time is a yeah. comedian and a, a full-time comedian at this point. Almost um, full-time, not oh, really. Okay. I have a slow J job. Okay, okay. Well, hey, my bad. My no, bad. no, no, well, no. You know, but I, I, I say a part-time <laughs> job yeah. in L.A. Yeah. and then comedy, that's full-time comedian, right? You're not having to do an office yeah. 40 hours a week no. trying to pay your bills and only doing, like, the leftover time for comedy. No, com- you know? at this point, I still have a... Oh, it's technically a full-time job, but, like, my hours are pretty much, like, part-time at this okay. point. Okay, okay. Um, but, but I still make full-time money. And then hey. I uh, comedy now is, like, a part-time job at this point for me. Okay. So that's fucking awesome. Yeah, though. that's 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 the shift that's made in this last year. So, I mean, I've always like there have been gigs here and there that have made me money. Sure. But th- within this last I'd say within the last six months, honestly, more so than ever, um, there's been a little bit of a shift. And so now I am making like, oh, I'm making part time money doing comedy. Now right. At this and, point, so and before the podcast, you had mentioned um, you were uh, really Digging the idea of moving way up north, northern California. For a little bit, I think I might be doing it. Right? Because you seen the, the, the average, yeah. the average <laughs> amount you make a, mm. a week off of comedy just yeah. seems to be way higher. Oh, yeah. I mean, on average in L.A. And you, you don't I, have to be specific if oh, you don't, I don't want even, to. But, I don't care. Okay, I mean, I'll just okay. be, I don't mind sharing this stuff because it's just, it's part of the journey. Um, at this point in L.A. right now, on average, I make maybe, on average, mm-hmm. 50 a week. Okay. Last week was a great week, which is a hundred. I made a hundred, which is <laughs> honestly, when I tell people that I'm like, yeah, I did four shows. I made a hundred dollars. Like to people who don't do comedy, right. they're like, oh, why? That's not enough. What are you <laughs> I know. Like my aunt looked at me t- like yesterday because she asked me, she was like, did you, she's like, what did you do last week? And I told her I did, a, I did some shows and yeah. I actually was excited because I got to close out. Yeah. Pretty much majority of the shows I did last You've week. You've been headlining a lot lately. Yeah, I have. So fucking sick on that. Right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And so, yeah, I, I, uh, I told her about that because I saw family this weekend. And she goes, oh, so how much did you make? And I was like, uh, she's like, do you make money doing that? And I was like, oh, well, I made $100. She's like, for show? And I was like, <laughs> no, uh, for the week. And she goes, what? She looks so confused. And I'm like, well, that's just, I mean, that's a good week for that's me in LA. That's a very good week for me. <laughs> Dude, honestly, if you're not like... Just doing clubs every weekend. That's a yeah. very good amount. And sometimes even the clubs, it's like unless you are hosting, featuring, or headlining, right. you're and not making good money. That's what I mean. If you're yeah, just yeah. if you just have a guest spot or you're just one of the openers, it's I mean, some of the clubs only give you like ten bucks. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I think that's my average even right the, now. Yeah. Some of the top um, that, some of the top clubs in <laughs> LA, you're like, oh, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the names of the clubs because sure. I don't want to get in trouble. But like, there's one there's one club that I've done that 
they gave me 10 bucks and I was like, oh my God, I got to pay 10 bucks. Yeah. You know, the, um, the one time I did levity in, um, Oxnard. In Oxnard. Hey. Oh my God. It was just a 10 minute guest spot. And I got 40 and I was like, what? <laughs> Balling. Dude, isn't it, it's so, <laughs> it's uh, so random. But like, uh, so but like, cool. yeah, I am thinking about going up North for a bit because I keep getting really high paid offers over there yes. lately. Um, I'm and stuff that's like on the way there too, like in Fresno and Orca, like all oh, these places perfect. that I've been headlining yeah, yeah. and they pay really well. And yeah. then also the, the, the places in the Bay area, near the Bay area, I'm on average, I could be making triple, if not double what I've been making in LA. Yeah, and, and the cost of living can't be that much higher. Well, I'm not going to live there. in the Bay area. Like if right. I live outside, even the, Bay area, the outside, outside, outside will be can't about be higher yes. than LA. No, it's just so about the same, if not more. cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll feel like you're making. So bank. I can just work an actual, I can actually just work a part-time job. Like, Straight a, up. you know, I don't have to look for something full time yeah, and yeah. then, and then do comedy. That's fucking awesome. So. You're, you're really setting yourself up for something yeah. special. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Setting yourself up for something special. special. I, I just was, I mean, you've been doing comedy for a long time. Yeah. And it, I it think everyone been. that has been doing comedy for X amount of years, and in my brain, it's like, okay, if you've been doing comedy for five more years, five or more, which you have been, yeah. what is the actual thought process behind like making an album or producing yeah. something like for yourself? Okay. Well, I don't really, I don't really I have anything got produced an for myself. Worth I do. Full of oh fire. my God. I have, <laughs> I you know do have mean? a lot of material. And that's why, like, I've put out, you read on that thing on Facebook. I, I, I now have comfortably, if someone's like, hey, can you do 30 minutes right mm-hmm. now? I don't need to check my notes. Sure. I'm not going to be stuttering on stage. Sure. I'm not going to lose my place. I'm going to have fun with the crowd. I more than confidently, comfortably do 30 minutes. That's great. But it took a while to get to that point. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm not saying the son of like, wow, I'm so great. It's like, no, I worked very hard. For yeah. And you're happy with that 30. Yes. And I'm very happy with that yes. 30. And I could pretty much do 45 for the same thing mm-hmm. as well. Now, you want me to do an hour? Uh, let me know a few days in advance and I can like, like put some sure, stuff together. Sure. But as far as like producing my own stuff, I, I honestly, I respect comedians that can do that for themselves, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Like I have friends that have been doing this for a decade or longer and then they self-produce their own little specials or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's amazing when, when they can do that. But I don't know. I, I feel a little, I love to earn things. Yeah. Really love to earn things. Yeah. So I'll put like little videos on my YouTube channel from like sets. Like I recently just put one up that I did in Reno. It's like a four-minute yeah, set. Right. And I should put that up. Well, that's what I mean. Not not necessarily self-produced. I'm okay. just saying like producing one as in mm. um, shopping it out to someone or okay. reaching out like, hey, is this something you'd be interested in doing for me? Gotcha. You know, just like to make it as legit as possible or whatever. It's just, I, I I'm you know, I'm, of, I'm, I'm actually I'm, thinking about making, I don't know how to, I don't know if I, I don't know how to do this right because technology just keeps changing so yeah. much. But like if this was 2005, um, I would want to make like a DVD that has like um, yeah. like a montage. Right. Like I would do like a like a 10, 15 minute montage video of like best of you okay. know me from like the past. Like okay, just jokes. You know what I mean? Where it's not a full set. It's not giving away too much. Right, like a little teaser. Some of it's old jokes that I don't even tell anymore, but they're still fun. Okay, I would want something like that to sell. You know what I mean? As far as that kind of thing would go. But I don't know what you would use now. I know people have like cards that have like, uh, you can do like the the code. Yeah, but no. And then there's like, uh, even flash drives are outdated at this point. I'm I'm, I'm pretty updated with like technology. I'm not fucking doing the scan my code shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so like annoying. I'm like, oh. And I'm not doing the flash drive. Right. But here's the fucking weird part. Like I'm 28, right? Yeah, yeah. I would 
watch a DVD. That's so weird. I, I feel just, like if I have DVDs, no one's going to buy a DVD. Because, like, I, for instance, I don't even own a DVD player. Yeah, but you own, like, a you own an X, uh, some way to play a I don't DVD think so. Xbox or something like that no, or a PlayStation. Maybe, maybe my laptop. Maybe. Right, yeah. But like it's even true. new laptops aren't like coming out That's, with, you're right. the, That's with true. the disca injector. You're right. I just always I've always had like a console, so this is yeah, doubles as like you. a DVD. Yeah, or definitely. Or whatever. But yeah, it, it's weird. Um, but I like personally I, yeah. wouldn't buy yeah. anything other than a DVD. I'd be like, I wouldn't fucking use, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> and I'm outdated. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I'm over here talking about like I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty updated with uh, but I prefer <laughs> DVDs. Maybe I just stuck in my ways. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, anyways, but yeah, I, but the only merch that I have right now is I have stickers. Oh, I left one in the car. I got to give one to you. Ooh, remind me. Remind that's me. That's going to go to one of the fucking laptop. Yes. Dude. Give them that to you. And then. Oh, um, is, it the, is it the animated version of yourself that you posted? On it's a, it's a, my, my friend Donovan Strain drew it of me okay. where the eyes are blanked out yeah, and I'm holding dude, the microphone. So that's yeah, sick. that's the sticker. And then um, within a, about maybe it's a probably November, I'm making T-shirts. And it's the full logo that I have that has my cat's heads on it too, yes. with that yes. same uh, head logo that my friend, my friend Donovan is amazing, and uh, so he made that. That's uh, gonna be logo great. Mm-hmm. The merch is so fucking fun, man. Like I haven't done like any comedy merch, but I've done like you well, know my clothing. I stuff. just started doing this in my. This is my. I'm eight and a half years in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, like it's just like like I told you, like I love to earn things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just jump jump the gun on on stuff so it's like whenever like i see people selling merch like you should sell merch i'm like but it i shouldn't be selling merch as an opener yeah you know what i mean or guest spot like i feel weird doing that do you know what i mean like it just it didn't it guest never spot, felt right i get that maybe e- it depends it right. really depends if i'm doing like a five minute spot i'm like why am i selling merch right. you're right so it's like yeah if i'm doing like a longer set where the crowd gets to know me a little bit and then mm-hmm. they're like interested in me then yeah otherwise i just had my business cards yeah but like now that i'm that yeah like you've noticed like i am getting asked now to close out shows more often yes. and feature more often and it's like so at that point you know I would like to one make more money and two market myself more. Yeah, and you do both when you have merch. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. People will be like marketing me when they walk around with my T-shirt on you all know? day, especially if you cool design like yours. Like some people come out with, mm-hmm. not specifically comedians, but right. sometimes people come out with with merch. It's like a fucking gr- for one, it's a, like a white or a gray shirt, right? With a whole bunch of non-neutral colors on it right. and a thick border on, and just like there's such a. I fucking just like think about it, and I'm like, all right, I like I have so many amazing friends that are wonderful, talented artists, mm-hmm. you know, and I have so many, you know, and so many people have like I've paid a bunch of people to make logos for me, yeah. and I love every single one, and I loved my friend Donovan's work the most because of the simplicity of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I wanted to create merch that where it wasn't like a gender biased thing either. Like yeah. I don't want to be like, Oh, only women would buy that. Right. Or right, only, right. you know what I mean? Like, or you're clearly catering to dudes or whatever. Like the stickers, I think they're dope. I think they would look like they could go anywhere. anywhere. And then with the logo, it's literally like going to be on a black t-shirt there and it's go. my cats in my head, like in that drawing. And I feel like it looks dope. It so, and then when, when I was talking to my friend that makes shirts, he's like, would you want to get like women's tees? And I'm like, no, just get yeah, the gender unisex. neutral, like right. Hanes, whatever t-shirts, right, you know what right. I mean? The tagless yeah, and let's, let's pe- just do people that. People think about doing merch for the first time or maybe even the first few mm-hmm. times. Just fucking print on black. Yeah. 
for God mm-hmm. fucking sakes, yeah. dude. And I have a white, like, like I, I, the logo that he made for me, he made one for if I put it on a black shirt and if yeah. I put it on a white shirt. Right. So I'll do the black shirts first, see how those start selling. And then I think white, I, I might, I might try some of them too. Cause I do, I love run, a clean maybe. white tee. So I might, I might see how that looks. Yeah. I know. I'm just on the, such an opposite side of the yeah. spectrum. I can't trust myself on any level with a clean white shirt. Like I, uh, I, it gets done immediately. Yeah. I don't even know how the fuck I've become this person, but <laughs> like I won't buy a white t-shirt. Like I won't. I was just like, ah, you know. Sometimes I see a dude in like a clean white tee, I'm like, that's it. Yeah, because so you know hot. they're f- careful. Yeah, you know like, what that's I mean? it. It's like, mm, that guy's clean. Yeah, look he how manscapes. Hey, whoa. He uses the ball toner. Whoa. I know it. He probably, you know, he probably Call back. Does. He probably does use the crop refreshing wipes uh, after a half day of work. Yep. Not quite shower time, but, you know, maybe some afternoon smush smush or whatever. Smush smush. You know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, anyways. Um, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, we're talking about I already did the fucking stuff. read. I already did the read. But yeah, merch is so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's really fun seeing. I've been having a really hard time, like, keeping Vibe Cop going just because of, like, my... I'm not fucking. It's oh, not yeah. a pity and I need to buy. Here. I need to buy one of your hats before I leave too. Remind Dude, me. I have Remind one more. Remind me. Oh, you do. We only and have one more. I have one more. Um, there is a little bit of dog hair on it, dude. So I, I don't even know if I can. I have a lint roller. I do too. I just want to let you know. There's some dog. There's not like a whole bunch. It's what just, does it? It, I mean, it was in my car, okay. and then my dog rode with is me. Is it a beanie, a cap, or what is no, it? No, it's a hat. Oh hell yeah! And then and like. then what color is it? Black. Hell, come hell on, yeah. dude. You know, come on. I don't know. You had other colors. Yeah. I didn't know. The yeah. beanies I had, yeah, quite a bit. And so you don't uh, have any more beanies left? I do, but they're at the lunchbox. Where's that? I don't, uh, it's at this venue I did, uh, maybe like fucking two weeks ago now. So you can't get them trying, today? I've been trying to message them like, hey, you know, I left my whatever, well, whatever, you know nothing. What? I'm coming back in two weeks. Oh, I'll have them before then. Okay, well, I'm gonna come be back in Phoenix in okay, two weeks. Okay, and I will. Because I'm gonna buy a hat today, but I'm gonna yeah, exactly. But I'm gonna buy a beanie when no, I come no, back no. in two weeks. You buy a hat today, and yeah. I'll give you a beanie when you come back. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll let you do the selection. Um, or yeah, like whatever. I don't know. It's just. I, well, no, I didn't. I didn't close. Okay, well, uh, you it was a little see. low. It was. A I, low. I felt like okay. I was up here, mm-hmm. and you met me with like dick level. Yeah, I just didn't know what. Hey, I'm. I'm not kink shaming. I just don't know what we're. We were waving our hands. Okay, if you guys, that's fine. They you're don't just, know what's going on. Yeah, you're being. Oh, hey, hey guys. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't see you. Double, right? Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. I, I got you. Okay. Yeah. You can't see what just happened, no, but we were waving our hands. Yeah, we were waving our hands at. <laughs> sh- that, Danielle's waving her hands at shoulder level. Yeah, he's um, oh, he made wave it. Wave your hands at shoulder level right now if you're listening and tell me. That could just be slightly just misinterpreted. That's My all. hands were open. Hey, the brain what's, sees what it wants to see. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so for yes. people that have no idea who you are, again, right. it's just you're really fucking up at this point if that's you, if I'm talking <laughs> about you. Um, give everybody... Yeah. A little bit of backstory. You've been doing comedy for eight and a half plus years. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us. I, I am so intrigued and interested in people's stories. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm happy to not feel like this is like a broken record podcast. Because <laughs> no one has the same story no as far does. as a comedian goes, usually. Mm-hmm. And usually no one has the same story anyways. Right. But I'm just really excited. Like, please tell me. How, like, what was a moment you knew you wanted to be a comedian? Mm-hmm. When did you start? How did sure. you start? You know, because I it took like two years for me just to do a fucking open mic finally. I get you. I, I want to know that story from okay. you. You have the floor. <laughs> well, growing up, I like was always like super interested in anything com- comedic on television. Like anything like 
from SNL to Comedy Central specials. Like, that's what I grew up watching. Did you have a favorite as a kid? Like a favorite comedian? Um, well, as far as like, I didn't really have a favorite stand-up really when I was a kid. Right. But my favorite comedic person was Sherry O'Terry. Sherry O'Terry. Saturday Night Live. I'm not familiar. That's a sick oh, ass name, man. though. She was like one of my favorite cast members okay. ever. Her, um, Molly Shannon, yes. um, uh, Maya Rudolph, um, Anna Gasteyer. They were all in like the same cast, essentially. Okay. Okay. But it was right before. I mean, I love Amy Poehler as well, but I'm saying it was right before like Amy Poehler was right. on like that, that, that group of women. Oh, and Rachel Dratch. Rachel I love trash. Okay. He, he sounds so I, yeah. because I dipped in and out of SNL like as a kid. I'm also I'm slightly older than you, but like but like not by much, but just enough to that that was my era. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like we all have our era of SNL that we kind of grew up with or that we remember watching for the first time. And for me, it I was I grew up in the 90s. And you just loved that era of SNL. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, of course. And then I really started clicking when I saw Sherry because she is so like little. Okay. She's really cute and she's not afraid to be ugly for comedy. And when I saw that, I was like, that's, I, I resonated so much with her because <laughs> yeah. I have this rubber face too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just, I love to make people laugh and I don't care if I have to make myself look gross. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like, not I there don't to care. Get, you're not, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, you're not there to get fucked, <laughs> right. dude. You're just trying to be funny. Because I mean, I loved, you know, the Adam, Sa I loved Adam Sandler and Chris Farley and David Spade. You know, that cast was so great and I always loved that. But it was right when I, when Sherry joined the cast was when I was like, Oh wow, mm -hmm. that's someone that I want to be when I grow up. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was one yeah. of those moments. So, yeah, and, and then um, I realized I wanted to act like on stage and stuff when I was in the sixth grade. Okay, like a theater. Yeah, environment. I was like, oh, I can perform. I never thought I could connect everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I just knew I wanted to perform. I knew I loved to be funny. Um, plus, you know, when you're bullied growing up and you're a late bloomer and mm -hmm. all those things that I had growing up, I was an mm -hmm. ugly duckling. So it's like I had all that going for me. That's why I love to make people laugh, to make myself feel better. That whole typical yep. story. But um, yeah, so I did theater for a long time. And my favorite thing I ever did in theater was improv. Okay. And also my favorite things, I was only wanted comedic roles or roles that I wasn't supposed to play so that they could be funny. Okay. So like. Gotcha. Like in uh, there was a play that I got cast in in high school, and I refused to sing or act or, or sing or dance. I mean, I can dance, <laughs> and I like doing it, so I never really refused to dance. Okay, I, I more so refused to sing. Okay, I just don't like singing. Um, I like singing by myself. Sure, but I can't carry a tune, so I don't like singing in front of other people. <laughs> and uh, so I try to find the roles in the musicals where okay. I'm like, can I still pop my way in without having to sing? And so, like, one of them, I, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I don't have to sing, and the role is meant for a dude. I'm yeah. going to audition for it. There you go. And I got it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> yeah. did, you have, did you have short hair? No, no, no. I, I had long hair. Kinda... I still played it as a woman. Okay, okay. It's but it was supposed, supposed to, be to be a dude. That's great. So it played funnier. That means you were uh, really good. Because, like, he had an assistant that was, like, this dude. You know what I mean? But, like, she now has this assistant that's this dude, and she's bossing him around. Okay. So I made it more funny, in my opinion. Especially so. in, like, the 90s. Ironic. Aha. Uh -huh. well, a was, woman having a secretary? Well, that was the early 2000s. <laughs> okay. When I was in high school. <laughs> well, oh, I thought you said sixth grade. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. I'm Sorry. Okay. So by this well, time you role, were in yeah. high school. Yeah. And then, okay. um, what is it? So I always, I, I never really felt brave enough to like, s like really cross the line with like making jokes for people mm. in high school and stuff. Cause I was still getting made fun of. I still wasn't have good self-esteem. And then there was something in my high school called class night. 
Okay. And essentially, every there's a group from every class. Anybody can do it. Not just theater kids. Anybody from freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors. They whoever wants to do it gets together, and we create sketches, sketch comedy to put on, do on stage, okay. and whoever's the funniest wins. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's called class night. That's great. And so I had never done it, and my friend and I decided to do it. So we're there at the meeting. It's it's theater kids. It's jocks. It's like you know because they're all trying to like they think they can be yeah. funny and they just want the whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they would all everybody was all, of course everyone's arguing with their ideas. Nobody can come up with anything other than trying to mimic what they saw on SNL or Mad TV. Okay, and I'm like, can we create something more original? You know, like so sometimes they weren't really listening to me. I had this idea. I'm like, hey guys, like I have this character that I've been creating and like. I think it'd be funny if I like, and I described it to them and it's, I think to them they sound, it sounded so stupid, but to me it sounded hilarious. Right. I was like, you saw the vision. I was like, I'm yeah. going to wear a flesh colored <laughs> leotard and I'm going to, uh, my friend has this big white Afro egg okay. and I'm going to put that on and then I'm going to have, make a giant sign that says censored. So it looks like I'm naked and I want to like, and I was explaining what I wanted to do with okay. this character and they were like, no. That sounds awful. Because really, when I say it out loud, it doesn't sound that great, I guess. So I was like, oh, all right. And the my visual fr- is hilarious. My, fr- my, my, fr- <laughs> my friend believed in me. So my friend was like, dude, just bring the outfit. Yeah. Bring it. And you're, we're going we're gonna to figure this out. And I'm like, okay. So we get to class night, and we were tanking. We were the seniors. We were tanking. Mm, that's embarrassing. And as then a um, during during the second <laughs> during the second uh, sketch, um, my friend was like, "Hey, go put on your outfit." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Just interfere the sketch. Like, just go right in the middle of it with the character." And I'm like, "Okay." So I went. I put on the outfit. I had the sign, and I wasn't sure. And I was because I was next to this like jock guy that I like. I actually had like a crush on. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, ooh. and he was just like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Uh." Uh, and, and I could just hear the crickets from the stage and I'm like, fuck this. And I just ran out there and everyone's, and I just held the sign in front of me and everyone just like stopped. It was like extra quiet. And then I did my character. I did this voice where I just, I said something stupid and then I did this laugh (laughs) with it and it destroyed. And then I ran off the stage and it just like, they were like, and then they ended the scene and then they went on to the next one. And then I think like, and then afterward, everyone was coming up to me and they're like, that was hilarious. Blah, blah, blah. That was so good. And then I was like, well, that felt really good. Yeah. I'd never done anything like that before. And they fucking doubted you, dude. Yeah. So suck that dick. Get this shit. And then uh, maybe like, because uh, I think we did a total of five sketches. Mm-hmm. So that was during the second one. During the fourth one, the kind of same thing was happening where we were tanking. That dude that I told you that I kind of had a crush on mm-hmm. or whatever was like, hey, I think you need to go save this sketch. And I'm like, I don't have, and, and I didn't have the wig on. Yeah. I just had my thing. And I'm like, I don't, uh, I'm not, he, he, he found the wig. He grabbed it. He's like, put it on, go. And I'm like, no, he puts it on me. He shoved me. He shoved me. Oh, shit. Now and you so, gotta. And so I did it, and it crushed it because it was a callback, you know? And I just, I don't know. And so for me, I was like, whoa, this is this is yeah. fire. I can make people laugh with uh, my own original creative ideas. Right. So then um, eventually I got into so acting, and then I was told I needed to take improv. So I did improv out here in Scottsdale. Okay. Um, I was part of Jester's. It's a clean, yeah, yeah, yeah. clean improv comedy. And I was a part of their troupe for a while. Cool. Um, and I liked it. But there was always something missing to, for me. And I, I couldn't put my finger on it. So I loved bringing original characters to the stage. And I loved making people laugh. But I was like, but I'm relying on other people. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of hard. I'm a little bit of a control freak. So well, it's, it's your... Yeah. When you're in an improv group... Mm-hmm. 
as much as you want it to be, it's not your art. It's and everyone's. And they're too happy. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, you guys weren't bullied, and Dude, you know, like, even even <laughs> when I even when I go to Improv Mania, yeah. and that place is fucking fire. Oh, All yeah. the improv shows on Fridays and Saturdays, they're are great. So, but you're exactly right. Yeah. They seem psychotically happy. They're it's always like, happy. All improv. What the fuck yeah. is going on with you guys? You yeah, know what I mean? You like, guys are not jaded enough. Yeah. Was it the other night I was doing a show where uh, <laughs> there was an improv troupe that was supposed to perform on the show as okay. me? Please don't do this, bookers, by the way. Please don't book Please improv listen. and sit uh, at the same time. PSA, don't PSA. do it. It, it. it brought the show down so much. But anyways, Same show? Yeah. Oh, no. It happens sometimes. But anyways, so I was sitting in the green room. And I didn't know that they were an improv troupe. Okay. I just thought, okay, maybe some of these are comedians, some of them are their friends, whatever. And then they all got in a circle. <laughs> and, they're, and, and I'm just sitting there like on my phone in the corner because I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on. And one of them goes, hey, like really animated, really happy. She goes, hey, Danielle, right? And I was like, and this is in the green room. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, can you like tell us the name of a movie that like doesn't exist? And I'm like, oh, no. Uh, what? And she's like, just like, Make up a, t- a movie title if you could, and I was like, uh, "What's this?" F- um, and I, I mean, I and then I said something. I don't know what I said. I think it was like uh, driving in Englewood or some shit like that, okay. right? I said driving in Englewood, and she's like, "Okay, all right, now tell me, give me this." And I was like, "Are you guys like trying to play improv games right now?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay." So I gave them a couple more suggestions, and I'm like, "All right, well, have fun, guys." And I walked out. <laughs> Dude. I was like, I can't sit through. Hey, whoo, he, 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 he. like I can't. I can't either, do man. It. I respect them so much, but at the same time, yep. improv has its own place. Stand up has its yes. own place. I one hundred percent. So yeah, am on board with and you. And I'm not that. Hey guys, I can't do that anymore. I res- like I said, I respect improv yeah. groups, and mm-hmm. even a lot of improv groups don't act like that. Yeah. But a lot of them do, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that is just yeah. fucking cringe city, dude. Yeah. And another thing that I respect highly, but I cannot even sit through a fucking minute of it, is oh, slam yeah. poetry. Oh, no, I can't sit through slam poetry ever. No. That shit is... Nope. It makes my, my fucking thing. stomach hurt how embarrassed I am for them. But yes, even when yes, it's good, the butthole dude, cringe. Even when it's good, it's like, oh, my yes. God. Yes. Like, and I wish I uh, I'm already have... nervous right now yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. It's not. I walked in. Uh, I walked into uh, a slam poetry thing yeah. um, at a coffee house in San Francisco, and I didn't even get coffee there. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, like, I, I, well, you're like, my anxiety's high enough I can't right even now. fucking stand in line <laughs> for the time it's going to take for me to get my coffee in this be happening to the right of me like you know how san francisco yeah. is dude. Yes, yes coffee shops everywhere yeah. you don't have they to fucking look are for a dime one. a dozen exactly yeah and so yep and uh you know if you're out there and you are a slam poet uh dude i really hope nothing but the best for you in your right. journey hell yeah dude just kill it but kill it. i will never come Mm-mm. support you no um i'll give you very 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 harsh criticisms if you like it <laughs> Um, other than that, uh, you're probably pretty cool, and I love you guys, man. It's just uh, you'll never see me supporting. Yeah, it's not my thing either. Live slam poetry. Is there any other performance art that is just like I can't do it? I mean, you, not improv. It's not mm-hmm. one of those for you. It's just you don't want to necessarily be engulfed slam poetry, with that. Because um, I really can't think of any. I don't other know. Ones. I can't. I we, mean, yeah. I mean, there's some really weird artistic type shows that I've been to where I was like, what am I watching? Like what? I don't know. There's been like, an, I don't know how to explain it or like what it's called. Okay. But like one time I was in college and I was taking an arts class and this woman comes in to do like this interpretive artistic performance interpretive about how technology cringy. is becoming anorexic. 
Man, and it was this whole cringe. thing. She had like all these different outfits. Have you ever seen the movie She's All That? Yeah. Do you remember when he when the dude went to that art show? Yes. It was in lieu of that. Do you know what Whoa. I'm saying? Like very similar in cringiness and like what the fuck is this? Oh, another time. <laughs> I was okay, so I've been I've been single for a, for a little while now and I but I've gone on like a couple of dates. Sure. And this one dude uh it took me he was an artist or something like that. And he was like, oh, let's go grab food here. And then, oh, there's going to be an art show happening in Santa Monica. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I love art shows. Dope. So (laughs) I go get food. And then we go into this place where there's like a projector that's playing some like, I don't even know. It was like scenes. I don't even know what it was, honestly, because there was no, no sound other than he was playing music. That was from the 90s, but like remixed weirdly. So you you couldn't get into the song. Do you know what I mean? Because it was like he was he was made it so weird. So I'm like, wait, is this Return of the Mac? I can't tell. <laughs> Great song. Yeah, exactly. It's a fantastic song. Mark Don't Morrison fuck is, with that oof. song. No, right. No. And anyways, so it was weird. And then there was like cinder blocks, like like stacked, and I was, and people were sitting on the cinder blocks, okay. and and there was cinder blocks in front of the little projection. Where the, the where the random scenes of movies or whatever were being played, there was no sound, or like see, there was like, it was weird, and people were sitting on cinder blocks, and I was like, what is this? And he yeah. goes, oh well, they're fil- they're, so they're projecting this and they're filming this on their YouTube channel. It's live, and I'm like, what? Of people sitting down in front of the projector? He's like, yeah, and I'm like. What is, and then he's like, and the music is being played. He's like, it's supposed to mean, and I don't, I, I think I heard, oh, when he said what it's supposed to mean. Oh my God. And I was like, where's the beer? <laughs> I don't drink often, but uh, I'm about to have four fucking beers yeah, if we're going to be here. A social nightmare. It was so weird. Yeah. But like, so that kind of stuff is weird. Yeah. That or the, like the weird interpretive performance stuff, like I talked about, it's just like, you don't, that's not for Interpretive me. performance can be so fucking terrible. It's so cringy. But um, just like any other art form, again, I I feel like... I'm some, I still respect it. I respect the shit out of yes. it, dude. Whether you're good or not, oh, the yeah. fact that you're doing something that you enjoy is like, cool, do your thing. But like interpretive my brain does dancing, not like My brain does not compute. I'm like, no, I'll thank you. Yeah. And you know what? Good on them for not having that source of shame. Right, right. It's like, oh, you don't think <laughs> what you're doing at all is this at all? Like, not what you should be doing? <laughs> and, like, I hate yeah. to be the guy that's, like, talking shit about someone's, uh, you know, um, likes and stuff, but it's fun, you know? No, it's just, we, it's all, we all have our own opinions and stuff. It's okay to have an opinion. That's the yeah. thing. People are getting so butt hurt right, over right. the stupidest shit, and it's you're like, right. do you forget that we're all different people? We all have different backgrounds. We grew up differently. We have different experiences. So it's okay for us to be like, hey, I like this, and I don't like this. Yeah. That is okay. Thank you, Danielle. Yeah. Thank you. I needed that. Well, like somebody like came up to me while we were, we were having a discussion where um, the, the other person was like, oh, I don't like the term bisexual because it indicates there's only two genders, you know, because now we know, and I and I do agree that okay. you that there are more than two genders, you know, as far as, you know, how you feel. I, I fully believe that. I've, I have so many friends that are gender non-binary or trans or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, to- I totally get it. However, I looked at I looked at I looked at this person and I was like, well, for me, I know that I personally am not pansexual, so mm-hmm. I can't say pan because I'm not attracted to every gender. Sure, like I know I'm not. You know, like there's certain genders that I've noticed. I'm like I'm just not not attracted to them. I know that I'm attracted to to men that are that are cis, mm-hmm. and I'm attracted to women that are cis. Okay. Like other than that, I'm I'm just not really attracted to you know transgender very much or you know people that are gender non-binary. It's just not really 
for me. So I'm like, so I am bisexual. Yeah. And it's okay for me to say bisexual. Because you only have two preferences. Yeah. And yeah. and then, you know, they just looked at me and were just like, oh, okay. And I'm like, it's okay. Yeah, right. It's okay. Just because you didn't use the word that she, yeah. Eat your gluten-free cracker. Relax. Hey, you know, you know? gluten-free crackers, why are they even, why are well, they a thing? <laughs> just don't fucking eat crackers. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just, it's just like, you know what I mean? It, it's I'm just, sorry. it's okay. It's all right. But, but yeah, I, just, I don't know. It's just, it's like, it's okay to have an opinion. And it's, so it's okay for us to be like, yeah, I don't like slime poetry. That's fine. Doesn't yeah. mean we don't like the people doing it. Love the people doing it. Yeah. Sure. They're great people. Yeah. They're the deeply emotional. But from my own personal upbringing experiences and who I am and who I'm, <laughs> I know what I like and what I don't like. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And it's okay. Yep, you are completely correct, and uh, I don't feel bad most of the time for anything I feel anymore because I feel like most of the time I feel is never out of malice or anything. Well, no one should sometimes feel bad for their emotions or how they feel. Yeah, sometimes I'll say insensitive things, but it's not yeah. like in the in the lane of trying to disrespect someone for being themselves. Yeah. If, if I, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I call someone a fucking bitch and it's just like, well, you know what? I'm just a submissive person. Now. I'm like, no, it's not what I meant, no. dude. Like, fucking Relax. idiot. Yeah, chill the hell out. Yeah. And I, I don't have any friends like that anymore, good. by the way. That's good. And it's, uh, that was on purpose. Yeah, I was like, oh, good. I can't talk around you guys. Right. Fucking later, That's dude. That's why, I, yeah, you have to, I don't know. For me, I'm, I am also very selective on who I spend my time mm-hmm. with. That's why a lot of times if you watch my Instagram stories, I'm by myself a lot. In your car, yeah. chilling, dancing well, to something. To be honest, the reason why I'm always in my car is because I'm always driving. Oh, yeah. You're, <laughs> dude, that's all LA ever fucking is, I'm, driving I'm one always place driving for one for my day job and two for comedy. Yep. So, I've, uh, yeah, I'm always in my car. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm by myself a lot. But, like, I do have friends, but I'm very selective on who yeah. I spend my time with because it's just sometimes it can be just so exhausting about, like, walking on eggshells with so many people. Yeah, I just can't do it. And, yeah. I, and I really, truly believe if I was a guy who was chastised all the time about what I say and stuff, like, maybe it'd be time to, like, take a look in the mirror or something. Mm-hmm. But it's been so long since I've, like, said something I meant that... I felt bad for. Right. I'm like, fuck you guys. Because per- as long not, as you it's know where me. it's coming from. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like yes. I, like I, I told myself, especially this year, because I really had like a big, like mental breakthrough, um, around February. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a really a crazy, crazy breakup and all of that. So I had to like really take care of myself. So around February was when I had like this, okay, do everything from your heart mm-hmm. and you, and no matter, and, and stop apologizing you know, for being yourself. Yeah. Like, don't do it. Just Straight up. do, you know, do what's in my heart. And, and then that's all I can do. And then I can never feel bad about yeah. what I do. And you'll know if yes. doing what your heart tells you to do is fucking something up because yeah. people will usually tell you. Yeah. Like, or, I don't have ulterior motives when I do things yeah. anymore. It's just like, you know, if I reach out to somebody to see how they're doing. Like, one time I, I, I reached out to a friend. Just I really just wanted to know how they were doing. Yeah. And they're like, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Hi, I don't have room for you on my show. <laughs> Shut the fuck oh, so up, I wasn't, dude. I wasn't going to ask you for room. T- what to a first dick. I was, I, I was truly honestly wondering how they were doing, you know, but that, but I think, but I think because so many people ruin it. Yeah. Whether, yeah. And uh, cause like, what was it? I reached out to a friend cause he had posted something about depression and we were talking and then he was like, Hey, he's like, thank you for like talking to me about this. And he's like, and like, not just talking to me like when it comes to my show that up. I run. And I'm like, dude, you're like. Being your friend is the dopest part of this, firstly. Yeah. The fact that you have a show and that you would book me on it would be like a cherry on top. It's just bonus. But like, I don't care about that. Yeah. I care about your friendship more than anything. So yeah, I don't know. So I always, I just 
I just keep doing that for myself lately. I'm just like trying to tell myself, like, just do things from your heart and things will get better. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like since I've put that kind of energy out there, that's when the ball's been rolling this year yeah. for me. And you don't have to be nice to everybody. You don't, no. You know? But you don't, but I think I, it's just like Bambi, don't have anything nice to say. You don't say anything at all. True. Because you don't know who's listening. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's going to say something to, to, to who. You, If you have something negative to say, if you need to vent, you vent to somebody you know you can trust. Start a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just it, anything can come back to haunt you. Yeah. You know, like, for instance, um, when I lived in Japan, there was this comedian that... I will never say his name because who knows, but he's a real asshole. Mm-hmm. And he was asking me about, he's like, I'm going to the States. Can you, he was a British guy. He was like, can you help me with some spots? And he was wildly unfunny, but I was nice to him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Cause I'm nice to everybody. Yeah. Right. Because I was just like, I'm in the scene there and I'm not mean to him, but mm-hmm. I'm not, but he thought, Oh, this girl, she lives in LA. Like I, I can get some spots. And so, you know, I, I didn't want to recommend him to my friend's shows. And then he, doesn't do well and it looks bad on my part. Yep. So I told him, hey, if you can get a tape of you doing three to five minutes, like and crushing, doing well, yeah. like get that together and then you can send them out to people yeah. to get booked on shows, which is also a way a lot of people book anyway. That's how most people book, and either he, by word of he, mouth uh, or he didn't do it. Okay. So he's he, he it was like a week later, he goes, This is harder than I expected. And in my head, I'm like, Yeah, it's hard when you're not funny. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so the point that I'm trying to make is that he went he went out. And one thing I told him to do, because he, he was like, well, what can I do since I didn't book anything? And I'm like, honestly, you can go to the comedy store. You can sign up for Potluck. Fourth you wall. can do... Well, <laughs> I'm just, I was just telling him, like, you can sit through, like, uh, watch Potluck. You can go and watch Kill Tony. Yeah. You know? And then you, there's other, like, like open mics. There's the comedybureau.com. And then he's like, oh, Kill Tony, I know about that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like... Yeah. And, and in my head... He he's been doing comedy long enough, long enough to where he could pull off a minute. Yeah, he's not funny, but in my head, I'm like he could put something together. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. a minute, yeah, a minute, just something. You yep. know? Yep. And he's foreign. He's different. He's a, you know he's interesting. He'd be good for the show. So I was like, yeah, get him get a minute together and do it on Kill Tony. And yeah. he was like, he's like, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm like, all right. He's probably not gonna get pulled up. Whatever. His name got pulled. He would. He did not plan anything, so he did really poorly. I need to, and I, they were making fun of him, of course, because yeah. when you bomb on Kill Tony, they're going to make fun oh, of you. Yeah. And what you don't do when you bomb on Kill Tony is try to riff with them if you're not funny. So he was trying to like oh dish it God. back, and it was making it worse. And they just kept digging him, digging him, right? So when he came back, he had this blog. I'm sure nobody reads it, but that's not that's not the point. He had this blog and he wrote on there, he was talking shit about the LA comedy scene. He, and he pointed out the comedians that were on Tony. He, he talked so much shit about Tony Hinchcliffe and the comedians. So the, the comedians that were on the panel, I'll say who they were. Yeah. What episode matter. was it? I won't say, I don't know what episode it was, okay, yeah, who but was it was the Candace, Candace Thompson and Jessica Michelle Singleton were on the panel. And <laughs> what, what this dude, what this dude wrote in, in the blog post was, it's such a shame that I was on the episode where there was no famous on the panel like they just had these no names and i oh my god so he wrote all this shit right and then i read it and i messaged him and i'm like alex i don't like you but i'm still gonna be nice to you right now and i'm gonna give you some real (laughs) advice you need to take that shit down right now and he was like why it's how i feel and blah 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 and i'm like listen you put people's names on there Mm -hmm. and you just talked shit about two of the fucking realest women in the game right now both of these ladies are making a living doing stand-up comedy. They their names are on the wall at the comedy right, store for right. a reason. Jessica's out doing 
world tours. Candace is doing the like big things. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you are you like what? Why would you do that? And he's like, well, no. And, he, and then eventually he he he, he said the uh, the truth where he's like. Well, nobody reads my, I'm bleeding right now. He's like, nobody reads my podcast or reads my blog anyway. And I'm like, anybody can Google Candace Thompson. Mm -hmm. Anybody can Google Tony Hinchcliffe. Your shit pops up. (laughs) They tie it with you. You want to keep doing comedy? Even by the grace of God, you become funny. You're fucked. Yeah. You're uh, fucked. You really are. You so you have to be careful about what you say. Like even if you don't like somebody in comedy or whatever, like unless they did something that is like really poor, like it's a Me Too story. Sure. Yes, come forward. Yeah. They uh, they harassed you or did something that is wildly inappropriate. Yes, come forward. But if you don't like them just because you think they're a douchebag, keep that to yourself. Right. Yeah. Just just shut the fuck up. Yeah. And talk to your friends that you really don't think people care about mm-hmm. your blog post. Yeah. Bet your friends don't care about yeah. how you feel about yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe yeah. either, dude. Yeah. Just say just t- say it to your friends uh-huh. when you're at home smoking weed where nobody <laughs> has any cameras or have a f- diary or something exactly fuck a blog post dude fucking keep a fucking fuck, keep fucking a fucking diary you can just kick it you exactly. know what i mean exactly um but, but anyway so yeah so that's the point i was trying to make too you don't have to be nice to everybody but also like don't do that kind of shit yeah yeah and even when things go bad or like not as you thought they would, you mm-hmm. know, not not specifically like, you know, his situa- situation, right. but okay. So even, okay. So last night mm-hmm. I got booked to do a, uh, a show off a recommendation cool. and my buddy was going to be there with me and I was like really hyped to do it. Yeah. I pull up an unmarked, it was an unmarked building. I had mm-hmm. no idea where I was. I was like, this is already like fucking weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I call my buddy and I'm like, Hey, where the fuck is this place? He goes, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna come out. So I, co- I see him come out of the building. Yeah. I go up to him. I'm talking to him. Everything's cool. Yeah. And uh, we go inside and the like the venue is pretty cool, but it's like 8.15 and the show starts at 8.30 mm-hmm. and there's like five people there. So yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe it's just going to be one of those nights. They give me like a, a cup of Hennessy and like they already had blunts and oh, nice. we were smoking blunts indoors. So I was Hell like, oh yeah. shit, this is going to be sick as fuck. Yeah. Dude, the fucking owner introduced myself to the owner, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And he starts arguing with his girlfriend so fucking loud and like aggressively. Uh, she was like, fuck. I, 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 doesn't matter awkward. what they were saying. It's just very awkward yeah. and very loud. And there was like four or five of us there. So it wasn't like a, you know, a big crowd where you mm-hmm. can just get drowned out by the noise or whatever. Yeah. And so that happened. He came back. Everything was so awkward. And I was sitting there, sitting there, sitting there till like 1030. About 1030 is when they finally were like, shut up. Yeah. And my buddy who recommended or who referred me was like, hey, man, I I would have been so mad at my buddy. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Yeah. And I was just like, whatever, you know, and he was like, hey, man, I'm about to call it quits, dude. And I'm like, thank God you said something because. I'm not going to be the one to just be like, okay, fuck this. I'm out of here because you referred me. But if you're leaving, I'm I'm fucking out of here. And that was the first time I ever, like, I didn't, I didn't cancel the thing. The whole thing was fucking not going to happen. You know what I mean? But that was the first time I ever had to like, just leave. Yeah. I've yeah. never had, I've never shown up and then been like, ah, you know, not going to do it. Oh, I've done that with open mics. Yeah. When it comes to shows, I don't think there's ever been a show open like mic? that. Open mic? Huh? They just don't run an open mic. They don't even let you go up. Like, well, no, 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 no. There have been open mics where I've walked out of them before I was going to go up or oh, whatever, okay. just because it was the situation was really bad or okay. like somebody was being sexually harassed to me or something like that. So yeah, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, you're just going to fucking stab somebody, dude. Yeah. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe. You know, like I know you're you were bullied <laughs> growing up and you're just really not about that like crazy <laughs> violent life. And I get it. You're just a good person. 
Maybe you just need to stab a bitch. You know what I mean? Well, I've done. I mean, I beat up a guy in high school once. That's that felt like great, that. right? Oh, it was yeah, it was great. It was necessary. Hey, it's the only way to get him to stop talking shit. Well, do you know what? Some people really need that, and I think it's it's about time. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyways, so I don't know. You have a horror story? Not a horror story, like because mine uh, wasn't a horror story. But you have like a what the fuck like comedy story? You get there, and it's like, oh no 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 no. Um, like I mean, open mic. oh God, there's just so many, Bubba. Like, a, that many? There's so many. It's been eight and a half years. That's and true. That's I true. book on average 16 to 20 shows a month. That's true. So there's, <laughs> there's a lot of what the fuck. Any that stand out? Like, did anyone get in a fight at one or? Um, a fight. Because comedy can get fucking nuts. Um, I mean, there was, okay. Well, there was a mic that I did. In um and it's like a, it doesn't the room isn't running mic mics anymore, okay. but it was a really popular place for open mics. And one there was this guy that was on stage. Just he was a Haitian guy. Okay, and he was on stage and he wasn't kidding about the material that he was talking about. You know what I mean? And he was talking about hitting women, how he likes to hit women if they oh. like, like he where he likes to hit them and all this stuff. Right? What the? And fuck? everybody was quiet, and I was like. Under my breath, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then he looked at me because he heard me because it was that quiet. Yeah. And I was sitting next to um, Jesse Johnson. Oh, we were both at this out. mic together. Cool. And and anyway, so that's important for later in the story. That's okay. my mom. Just, yeah. So he looked at me and he was like, "Did you? are you talking during my set? And I'm like, I'm like, I look at him and I'm like, I'm like, you're, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you doing <laughs> right now? Yeah. And he was like, shut the fuck up, bitch. I'm trying to tell my jokes. Whoa. And I'm like, and I just kind of look, I just kind of went like this. I put my hands up and I was like, whatever, right? And I'm like, fucking do your shit then. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like, fuck you. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, and this guy is also like, he's like probably like six, four, six, five. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Which is towering for you. Yeah, you, exactly. He's yeah. like, that's like, that's a foot, foot, if not more taller than I am. And so he keeps going and he keeps talking about, essentially he, in his story, he talked about, this is gonna be so bad. So he asked a girl at a bar. He's like, Hey, do you think I'm, I'm hot? And she goes, eh, I think you're okay. And he's like, Oh, this bitch. Well, I'm going to get her drunk. And how he bought her all these drinks the whole what night the and took her home and how he pounded her, pounded her out, whatever, which essentially that's date rape. Yeah. That's a pretty and technical And the next term. morning, the next morning he was like, so what did you, th- uh, so, so the next morning she was like, so what did you think of last night? And I said, uh, it was okay. And I'm like, and that's when I was like lost it. I'm like, you already talked about beating women. Now you just talked about how you date raped somebody. And so I was like, I looked behind me to like the hosts and I, cause they are the nicest guys that were running this mic. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why are we allowing this? And he was like, you need to shut the fuck up, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts like going off the rails. And then Jesse, who the sweetest, the sweetest fucking woman ever, yeah. Jesse just goes, oh my God. Like she audibly couldn't <laughs> hold herself back. Right. If you hear Jesse like say anything off the cuff like that, like, like, you know, that like something bad's happening. But she was like, oh my God. And then he thought I said it. He turned around and goes, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? I've told you twice to shut the fuck up already, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, he's like, you know what? Fuck you. He's like, he's like, you need to meet me outside right after my set and I'm going to beat your ass. And he was serious. And then the host, that's when the host like got on the stage and was like, dude, you got to get out of here right now. And he's like, fuck you. Fuck this shit. He gets off the stage. And it's like a, it's like a little theater seating. And I was like at the aisle and he goes, he goes in one of the aisles and he stops right at my seat and he goes, I told you fucking meet me outside. I'm going to wait for you. And he walked out 
And like Jesse just like looked at me and I was like, what the fuck? And then this dude turned around and because like a lot of people, a lot of people that like in the comedy scene out there, that they know that I'm an experienced martial artist. Uh-huh. So the dude turned to me and was like, you're going to go kick his ass, use your skills, blah, blah. And I'm like, don't fucking say that. Right. Don't tell people. Don't tell this guy that I have a martial arts background. Don't tell people that are like this. I'm like, No. This guy's taller than me. He hits me once. I'm going down. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not an idiot. Right. No, this is a dangerous situation. So yeah, I sat there for like like an hour and then my friend went out like, I was like, dude, you got to go. You're 86 from this mic forever and you need to leave the property. He was out there an hour later. Still well, I don't waiting. even, I don't fucking know. I just know that after an hour, my friend came up to me and was like, yeah. hey, he's gone. What the fuck, yeah. man? And then, that's yeah. sketchy. That so, is a horror story. That is a horror story. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably that's probably the worst. That's the worst one that I have. That's the worst. But there have been there have been some bad ones. But that one was like I was actually very scared. Yeah, dude. I was legitimately afraid because because not only that it, it, that wasn't the end of it with him. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so you. So there were times where I got booked on this show at the comedy store, and um, I was excited, so I got there a little early, and um. And I was I was going toward the belly room, and um, I get and I get I get into the green room, and he's in there, and he's not on the show, and I'm like, what the uh. fuck? And I just like walked out, and I walked to another area of the belly room. I went by the DJ booth. Okay. So I'm sitting by the DJ booth, and I found the 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 woman that runs the show. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to her for a minute, and then um, I'm talking to her for like a minute, and then I look to my left, and he's like three feet away from me. And I'm like, okay. Like approaching you? Well, no, no, I don't know. But he was three feet away from okay. me, just standing there. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I need to move into another room. I can't sit here. Because I was going to go on later on the lineup. Yeah. I didn't know until I was until I was talking to her. So I went back into the green room. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, just breathe, relax, no big deal. And then he walked in. But now, now I'm at this point where there's other comedians there. And I'm okay. like, okay, do I say something to somebody about how I don't feel safe? So there are three comedians near me. One of them I know personally. Mm-hmm. The one sitting next to me I've never met before. And the person that I know, her, she has a friend with her, right? And so I'm like, I turn to her and I'm like, hey, uh, I, I think I should say something right now. And she goes, what's wrong, honey? Oh, my God. She, no one's ever seen me scared like that. And uh, I was like, I don't feel safe. And I need to say something. Um, last week, I did a mic where this dude threatened to beat me up. She's like, what? And I'm like, he threatened to put hands on me. And he was mm-hmm. serious. And he's in this room right now. And I described what he was wearing. I was the, like... The black guy. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> there, were a lot of, there were a lot of black people, too, in that room. Yeah. You know, it's, like, yeah, it's not a race thing. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he just also happened to be black. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, more specifically. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and she goes, oh, my God. And then her friend overheard, because obviously he's right next door, and he was listening. He goes, oh, I don't want any part of this. And he walked away. Well, that's a responsible ally. But this is but this is how it is, <laughs> Bubba. Do you under, like? I don't think you understand. So many right. people will get on their keyboards and they'll be like, "Oh, if I was there, I would have done this, or I would have done this." But people more often than not will be that. Oh, I don't want to party. Yep. Uh, bye. Almost See everybody ya. doesn't really want it, dude. Yeah. And then uh, the girl that I was telling, she goes, "Oh, honey, I hope you feel better. I'm sorry, I gotta go." And she left. The woman next to me was like, "You shouldn't be saying any of that shit. Like, you just put your head down and you tell your jokes. You don't, you know what I mean? What? Like, 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 yes." So this bitch like sixty. Yeah, something like that. She was like forty or something. Yeah, like that's I don't know, why. not that much older than me, honestly. She was, she wasn't that old, but she was, she was older, but not that old. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think she was older than forty or forty-five. But that's weird, then. But yeah, but she was, she was mentality. like, she was like, put your head down, just keep doing your shit. And I was like, I didn't. So I had nobody to back me up. And then later on, um, it was maybe, uh, and I don't know. And then that night, that was the last time 
um, I bombed an entire set because Ooh. I was so afraid. Because then when I went on stage, he walked out as soon as I went up and he was like standing in the middle of the crowd and he had his arms folded with his eyes glaring right at me. So my energy was off. Do you know what I mean? Like when I'm on stage, you know, my persona on stage, I'm very confident. I'm very like, you know, like I'm very kind of aggressive in a way. And I was scared. So that translated and that with with my jokes, that kind of demeanor does not translate well. Mm. So I was bombing. And um, afterward, I I, I was I, I started crying and I was and I'm. Ran to my friend, uh, my friend Nick Guerra was walking up with my friend Kelsey Lane. And I'm like, guys, like this dude, like, it won't, like I think he's following me. Yeah. So we walked about a, two blocks down to this uh, convenience store. And um, so we're standing in front of it. And I look and I'm like, oh, my God. And they're like, what? And I'm like, he's walking into the store. I walked. So like he's walking toward the store, like toward the convenience store right. from the comedy store. Nobody's, nobody else is there but us. So I like ducked behind an aisle. And then my friend Nick like walked outside to like look and make sure he was gone. And a minute later he comes back. It was, yeah, he just kept walking. What the fuck, man? So, um, and then I booked booked another show at the comedy store. And when my friend Jason Collins was running it and the same thing, I got there early, get this shit. This is worse. I get there a little early and I walk towards the belly room and he's there and he goes, Danielle. And I was like, oh no, oh no. And I start walking. He's like, Danielle, I need to talk to you because what I done was, uh, my friend, convinc- my, my friend made a post for me to warn people about him. Yeah, and it got it went all around the scene. Yeah, so that's why he's. I think that's why he he was following me because he wanted to have me take it down. And he he started running after me, like physically chasing me. And then I was running toward the front of the comedy store and saw my friend Jason. And I was, that I was talking about, and I ran to my friend Jason. I'm like, please just. Don't, I, I need to stand next to you. I need to stand next to you. He's like, and he just like put his arm around me or whatever. And the guy just like walked away. And then we had to go to the manager of the comedy store and she was like, okay, well, nothing physically happened yeah. but, and nobody witnessed most of the stuff. He's on our like list now as far as like our security is going to be extra. Yeah. And if anything happens, he's he's gone. He's, he's like 86 from the comedy store. So they pretty much have to let you get assaulted yeah. to take care of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not a good way to do things. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's, it, it, at least it was to that point because she she was like, but you know, I'm sure. I guess it's as fair as a business owner could be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But fuck, dude, that's stressful. Yeah, but and, I mean, it stopped after that. Yeah, but you know what though, dude, that says something about um, not. I'm not gonna talk shit on an entire scene. That's that'd be <laughs> so stupid to involve everyone. But that's fucked up that that guy's even out here just being cool. No one gives a fuck. Like this guy is just like okay, oh, he's at the comedy store. That's cool, man. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, just, I don't. It's just different. I have had a yeah. different experience. Now I can't speak for the. But Phoenix there's so many. But there's scene. so many um people like in in the scene in L.A. now where it's like they're like I know people that are women beaters. I know people that you know have done some really terrible things and like or 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 have essentially raped people and like some people are still like oh well we still booked them or you know we're still gonna work with them whatever and it's like. <sighs> So, I mean, I don't know. It, it, I, I don't know. I, I know this sounds uh, like uncaringly, um, what you call it, like repetitive. But mm-hmm. like it, it's getting, people are being more and more, held more and more accountable for their actions. It's just yeah. moving too slow. It is. It is. Because we had the Me Too movement happen, which was great. But now we're getting back to, it's, it is sort of a slump right now. Where like, yeah, we had this... Everyone's coming out with their stories. Everyone's coming mm-hmm. out with stories. And now I've, I've seen a couple of comics go up and tell jokes about how like 
oh, they got all the stories out. Everybody's called out. That's it. You know, if you notice yeah. there's no more anymore. And it's like, no, there's still. Yeah. And p- p- don't be fucking hacky, dude. Yeah. So anyways, but I don't know. <laughs> but it was, it was, I don't know. It was, it was just, it, the, the joke that I heard from one of the comic comedians was fairly funny the way that they did it. Okay. But that was essentially like the bet. And um, I don't, yeah, but it's true though. Like there is a little bit of like a, people still aren't saying much. And, and, and sometimes though, it, the, I'll tell you from a victim's perspective is that like, we're afraid of looking crazy. Okay, we're yeah. we're afraid of looking like like oh we're a loose cannon because sure. I got because I mean I've been physi- I've been not physically but like assaulted like that th- by three by three men in the scene in, mm-hmm. in L A and I wrote about each one on Facebook when it happened and at one point someone was like no so you're gonna be looked at as as a loose cannon Danielle like fucking okay like no one's gonna want to work with you and I'm like I think the only people that wouldn't want to work with me are people who are trying to abuse me mm-hmm. so good riddance. Yeah, straight up. That's, yeah, um, exactly. I'm just writing about literally somebody was, you know, trying to talk to me as if I was a sexual object, and yeah. I don't appreciate that. And, it, you know, there, there have been situations where it was just really inappropriate. And I'm like, people should know about this kind of situation. Why am I going to stay silent? Yeah, you should. I know. It's just, I know. I don't, I don't get people. But, yeah, I mean, just recently at, at one of my old day jobs, there was a girl where the one of the people in the kitchen mm-hmm. kept harassing her she kept he kept asking her out on dates and she kept saying no and then she comes up to me and she goes i don't know what to do and i'm like you need to talk to the manager yeah. you need to talk to my manager say something because what he's doing and she's like i don't know like i don't want to look crazy and i don't and i and you know what? i get i get it mm-hmm. and i looked at her and i'm like i'll be right back and i went to my manager and i'm like hey this woman is being harassed by this gentleman in the kitchen she's afraid to say something because she doesn't want to get in trouble right and my luckily like my managers were all feminists okay. and my manager at that time he was like all right i'm I'm gonna take care of this. That guy was let go. Do you know what there I mean? Yeah. And I, I told her I was like, "Look, if you would say something, the person will get what they deserve." More than more times than not, yeah. Right now, at least. Get just. I'm like, just speak yeah. up. Just speak up. Just say something. Yeah. The most like so when people are like, "Oh, Danielle, people are gonna look at you like you're a loose cannon or whatever," you know, when we have because we do have that as victims of like, do I say something? Do I look crazy? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, we're better at saying something than not saying anything. Just at don't all. act a fucking fool, dude. And you won't be written about. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not that goddamn hard. Right. Don't anyway. do. Don't be a shitty person. When we talk about like one now this is turning into oh therapy God. inventing I've it's okay <laughs> no this is this is what we're here for dude someone that's listening is relating you know what yeah. i mean whether it's comedy whether it's work or yeah. just regular ass life dude it's yeah. just um you know and i i think why and this is not you know the whole cause of i think why maybe we're taking a little bit of a back step is because no one wants to beat the shit out of people anymore dude right. like if you beat someone up the the consequences are so much more severe than not that long ago. Mm-hmm. It really are. And yep, I, I'm, it I, is. You know, I'm it's old true. enough to say that, dude, I have been in a lot of physical altercations and I, the cops have showed up one fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that was just the group or the time or whatever you want to call right. it that I was involved in. But sure. now if I saw someone like being like that too at, a com- at the comedy store... Yeah. I might fucking like right hook somebody right. and just ruin my whole life. Right. Just defending someone like, oh, this guy's not going to listen. Yep. Well, got to beat his ass now. Like, right. dude, he didn't get it the first couple times. Now yeah. he's got to get his ass kicked. Yeah. And I don't want to fucking go yeah. to prison <laughs> or jail for just beating the shit out of someone that wants right. to be like, oh, he, he hit me. Uh, you know, 
Yeah. And the cops are going to say, well, you didn't do anything. You didn't provoke anything uh, worth physical. And I just yeah. have a worse reaction and my life will just go spiraling. <laughs> so I've been doing a very good job being non-physically confrontational. Good. But I will fucking yeah. mop someone up oh, verbally I have, I have in a those very, situations. I definitely have a threshold. But like I've been a, a trained martial artist my yeah. whole life. So it's like I've been taught you figure out the situation as much as you can to avoid the physical altercation. Mm. But in case that happens, you know what to do. Yeah, I, uh, I'm very, I very, very newly have adapted that um, yeah. mindset. And it's just like, I, I think now before I react, which is a very important thing. It is. Um, I'm not just like, that's oh, bad. disrespect, violence. Like, that's right. how my mind would correlate. It just, yeah. there's no, I get you. is this worth it? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And there's been a couple times uh, in the past few years that I've really proved myself that it's like, okay, dude, whatever I'm doing to make myself not as... Like a, an actual loose cannon, yeah, yeah, is working. So I'll, I'll just do that. And so, anyways, pat, yeah. pat myself on the back. Pat, pat yourself on the back. We're, we're fucking tight. We're, we're fucking killing tight. It, killing it. Okay, so this episode <laughs> comes out like in about a week or so. Okay. However, you're about to go do the very awesome, renowned bro show here <laughs> yeah, in Phoenix. Yeah, bro show tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Courtney and Dana. They were on yes. episode number thirty-one, if I'm not mistaken. You can check me on that. But their name is Dana and Courtney. So uh, there's no other episodes with those two names. So. They're amazing. Find it, listen to it, um, and they host and uh, curate a show called The Bro Show, and Danielle Arce is going to come and uh, do it. Now, the premise of the show, if you can remember or if you don't know, is that these uh, an all-female comedian show hosts any musical guest that ever happens. All the comedians, they're all females, but the comedian fem- uh, female comedians dress up as their, like, they're like the their version of like a fuckboy counterpart. You know, yes, or, or, it's, I call you know it, what I mean? my, I call my dude bro alter ego. Exactly. Tapping yeah. into their yeah, to their perspective of what a fucking bro is. And yeah. they do stand up sets in full character. Yep. Danielle already went over um her character with me. We're not gonna spoil anything because no. I'm sure there's gonna be a nice recap video or I'm sure there's gonna be a nice video that you can go watch. <laughs> um and so now when you're tapping in to that like mm-hmm. broness. Yeah. You don't have to say who it's drawn from, but what are good. what are some key aspects of things that you have to make sure you display oh, when man. you're when you're trying to be like a, a bro bro. So I think about the douchiest comics I've seen in the open mic scene. <laughs> okay. I think about Describe them physically. <laughs> What's like, like, like your nightmare? Oh my God. When I see dudes get on stage and they're wearing shorts or sweatpants, I'm like, sweatpants? what are you doing? Yes. I don't think I've seen that one yet. Oh. But it's about to be winter time though. We don't need to talk about him too much, but my psycho likes to wear sweatpants on stage. And, sh- and basketball shorts. So it's a rough one. So I got these basketball shorts and uh, wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh shit. Yeah, and then like also like I just think about like like things that they do like the stereotypical shit that they'll do or that they talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like um, <laughs> like somebody uh, recently uh, posted a video of them um, like self-produced. They call it a comedy special, and. It's really bad. They're like a brand new comic. Well, I don't even want to call them a comic, but they're really, really bad. And they're a bad, bad person overall. So that's why I don't mind saying it. But um, within the video, because my friend had me watch it, and it is unwatchable, by the way, but I tried very hard. But it's like a 20 minute long video. And then, like, when he doesn't get laughs, he panders. So it's like, clap it up for this, clap it up for that. So it's like, clap. Like, at one point, it was like, clap it up for music, clap it up for. Um, Clap it up for my my accomplishments. Uh, <laughs> clap it up for cake. Clap it up for shapes. You know what I mean? Like it's like right. at that point, and I'm like, oh my god, that is 
So I'm going to use that. And now you're that. just going to embody the shit out of yeah, that. Yeah. That, oh, I wow. recently did. Um, I recently was up in Northern California. And NorCal, bitch. NorCal. Well, I guess it's not. I don't know. I call the Bay Area NorCal. Anything north of Simi Valley NorCal. for me is NorCal. Sure. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's NorCal. You're in Santa Barbara. You're in NorCal. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I was in the Bay Area and um, there was a showcase show that I was just watching. I wasn't on it. And there's this guy on there wearing basketball shorts. Mm. And he was just so bad talking yeah. about his wife. It was stereotypical. Like women are like this and men are like that. And I was like, oh, here's my inspiration. Yep. So yeah, that's where all of it's yep. coming from. It's coming from, and this was a showcase show yeah. where this guy was getting paid. That's fucking crazy. And, <laughs> and that's funny though now too, because, uh, you know, even when you do, I don't know how long ago Courtney and Dana booked you, but like that's, yeah. that's material now Oh yeah. for a stand up set. Mm-hmm. That's not yours. No. It's yours, but it's not like, this is Danielle R saying yeah. like, Hey guys, this is my showcase. But yeah. every time you see someone eat total shit yeah. or just, uh, 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 an action of complete douchery, yeah. you're like, there we go. Yeah. That's a new level for me. Yeah. So and I'm sure since they booked me, I've been like paying more attention to that kind of stuff. So that's why it's been fuck fun. Fuck yeah. Make sure yeah. you itch your nuts a lot. <laughs> What'd you say? Itch my nuts a lot? Make sure you itch your nuts a lot, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that happens, especially with basketball shorts, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is about basketball shorts, but uh, it makes my nuts itch a little bit more than usual. Yeah. I'm actually really glad. Sorry. So uh, I, told, I think I'm, uh, you guys heard me earlier. I was talking about bleeding uh, on my face. I had a... <laughs> So I have very extremely, extremely sensitive skin mm-hmm. and I get cold sores because mm-hmm. um, if you don't have that kind of herpes, um, you didn't fuck enough. <laughs> right? but I, no, I'm kidding. I have had it since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got it from sharing drinks at school it's, or something dude, like that. That's exactly uh, what... Because I think I got my first one when I was like 11 or 12 yeah. and I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. So yeah. yeah, I'm not that gross. Probably sharing blunts, huh? <laughs> yeah, blunts. <laughs> that's all I did. You <laughs> 11, know me. 11, bitch. Light it up. <laughs> Are we going to NorCal this weekend? I'm like, let's fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually... And I didn't sm- start smoking weed till I was 25. Damn, oh, yeah. you made it a while. Yeah, because I was an athlete and stuff, sure. and I, I had grew up in a really like a fairly strict family and stuff. Okay, but anyways, so yeah, I've had I've been get, I get cold sores like about once a year on average, mm. and because my skin is so sensitive that when they you know when they're eventually like done when they pop or whatever yeah. the fuck like the whatever's in there like burns my skin okay so i'll have a i'll have this cold sore for like one and a half days yeah. and then i'll have like a scab for like two weeks yeah so i'm gonna use that for tonight too yeah, dude <laughs> I was gonna, you should for sure play up on it because i've been using it at my, my normal shows that i've had yeah because i've had shows that you, where you, I have you, to, you gotta and you so yeah to. i've been making jokes about it but yeah. yeah so i'm using that to my advantage tonight too yeah this thing right here it's a, a <laughs> pussy eating badge no, <laughs> collect all eight, dude. Once a month, <laughs> like Pokemon. Give it up for Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. That's what I'm doing. That's the character. Oh, dude, I'm very genuinely bummed out that I'm not going to be able well, to witness this. The, man. Um, I've been told it'll be recorded, so yeah, okay. you get to see some okay, clips good, and good. stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a fucking great time. It'll be fun. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'll be back out here in two weeks for, for normal sets. Yeah. Well, so in two weeks, this will be out for sure. Okay. Cool. So before we end this, yes. like bef- let's make them listen to your dates real quick. Okay. Update us on where you're going to be. Give sure. us a little bit of danielarsay.com. I know it still exists. Fire yes. website, by the way. Thank you. My website yes. is very, very simple. Yes. Very simple. So I update my um, my shows on there daily. Mm-hmm. I get a new show. It's updated on there. Link so in description, by the way. It's just danielarsay.com. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's all on there. Um, my Instagram, it's also like you'll see my, I'll post my uh, flyers with my, cal- my calendar on there. But if you want to know like address and information, you go on my website. It's all listed on there. But um, October 17th, I'll be um, headlining uh, this uh, little uh, coffee shop, Smooth Brew, yes, downtown. Dude, yes. Friday, uh, October 
19th, um, I'm featuring for my buddy Stephen Briggs. Um, oh, cool. AMF Comedy at the Sixth Sense Theater. Yep, right and down the street. I think I'm going to be getting a spot on that Saturday night at Improv Mania. Very cool. And Chandler. Yes. But that's not on my calendar yet because it's not set in stone. Yep. So. Yeah. But you, other than that, yeah, that's what I have booked for Phoenix so good. for this month. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And I was about to say, should you come? I was about to make a recommendation that would make no sense. Oh. I'm doing a show on the 20th. Oh. Uh, at Stand Up Live. That's amazing. With someone that may I not already know. be. Okay. I already uh, know about that show. Right. I know but, about uh, that okay. show. Yeah. I know about that show. Um, yeah. So it's my first time hosting. Um, yeah. So I think I, you're going to crush it. Uh, you know what? I, I believe more in my ability to be... Um, a consistently decent and presentable host than I am and a comedian. Sometimes. Being a host, honestly, is a tough gig. It is a tough gig, and that's why a lot of a lot of people realize there's a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it's very important. It takes a certain personality to be a good host. Well, I'm trying. So I'm trying. And you're I love hosting the open mics. Amazing. I, just, I, I got a little taste of it. Derek let me host an uh, open mic. Well, at you're Catalina's. great at hosting this podcast as well. That's the thing. Well, you're thanks. very good, like personable. Like everyone loves you. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. You're welcome. I'm just trying to, you know, um, I'm trying to let that mean. You're like, you're like, you know what? You look like you look like like a teddy bear, but with Garth's hair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like if somebody put like Garth's beanie baby. Yeah. (laughs) Like if someone gave me a teddy bear and it was like, you know how like people like I don't know. That's the nicest one I've ever heard. If Garth had his own teddy bear, it would be you. I've heard some horrific ones that have been so funny. Adorable. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But usually people don't be like. Yeah, dude, you you know what you look like? You look like Garth, but a teddy bear. Yes. It's, it's usually like, hey, you know what you look like? You look like, and this is a real one, you look like a hard-boiled egg that got <laughs> dropped on a salon floor. What the fuck? And I thought about that, Burn, for <laughs> weeks, dude. Every time I looked in the mirror, I was like, I am no, a hard... No, Shut the fuck up, Danielle. I am a hard-boiled egg. No, I have the you're same... You're a teddy bear now. You're right. You're a teddy That trumps it. That trumps it. That trumps mm-hmm. it. Yep. So when someone, but someone did really did give me um, a good one. I, yeah. I had like this uh, blue, red, and white like striped T-shirt on or whatever. Okay. And sun and in the green room, someone told me I look like a fisherman. Um, and I was like, oh, ha ha. Yeah. And uh, they were like it's something like on the deadliest catch. And I was like, hmm. And I was like, but like catching like STDs though. Uh, and like they're like, yo, yes. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, should I, should I try it right now? That's funny. I was like yes, try it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, someone told me I look like I should be on the show, the deadliest catch. Except like I would catch STDs. Like I'd see how far I can make it, you know, without losing <laughs> my hair. And it's just like uh, people really like when yeah. you're self degrading, and it's uh, yeah. and it's accurate. Yes, exactly. So I did look like a fucking goddamn fisherman that day. <laughs> Honestly, well, I and, always uh, open my sets with that kind of stuff. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect thing yeah. to get them on your side. Yep. To be like, oh, this guy, yeah, this yeah. guy, make, he, say, kind of, trying to say what they're thinking. Yes. Someone's trying to always figure out what you look like mm-hmm. right from the get go. Like, yeah. you don't look like a typical person in right. fucking Anywhere. every day, right? Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not, we're not far from Norm, but no. it's like, oh, no, who do you look like? I yeah. get that. All the time, mm-hmm. people always ask if my fucking hair is attached to my hat. <laughs> I think that's one of the funniest Jesus, things Jesus, I know, man. And someone <laughs> said, I know, dude. It's so good. I think I the know. first time you said that, I don't even remember the rest of your set because I was laughing yeah. so hard for <laughs> the next five minutes at that joke. <laughs> yeah. Someone said I should get merch. 
with like my hat oh with my like god. hair attached to it. Oh my god! When you start featuring and headlining, that is your merch, Bubba. Okay. okay. Yes, I think that's brilliant. I thought it was a pretty good idea. I too, think that's honestly. really funny. I think stickers for yeah. one, so that like you oh, know, yeah. But sure. definitely like that's your. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. Yeah, that. Uh, when you start and, headlining, and I love it. do it. And I love it too. People can tell me whatever, dude. Um, I've heard like a couple of mediocre ones, but I really enjoy. Yeah. Like but that's I guess a fun one. Do you know is. what I mean? It's not it like yeah. you're gonna hate yourself after. Like no. no, that's a fun. That's a fun thing. Like when I make fun of myself for how I look or like whatever. It's like I'm fully aware of this stuff and I'm okay with it. Like yes. I chose this haircut. I chose these piercings. I chose. You know, I didn't choose my breast being small, but I'm gonna make fun <laughs> of it anyway because right. I embrace it. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it's like that's what we do. Yeah. You know, and so we're not there like fuck me. I'm the worst person ever. But it's like and then but what's really weird is when like uh, someone not even. In a, a, someone's on stage doing stand up, yeah. but when someone says like something about somebody that's not nice in a comedic yeah, way, yeah. they're like, the fuck, dude? And they get all butthurt. Yeah. That is what, yeah. that's worse than even degrading someone for me. Like, you're not able to laugh at yourself, dude. Yeah, you have to. You need you to come back to. when you can do that a little bit at There's least. There's so many sensitive comedians. And wow. it's like, you cannot be sensitive and be a comedian yeah. at the same time. They're, they're, I mean, they're, like I told, I tell a lot of people, like, it takes a lot to offend me. And you would, sure. it's because a lot of people see me and they think like, oh, uber feminist and super left wing and all this shit. And it's like, you'd be surprised. There's, it takes a lot Just, to yeah. offend me. Like, have a conversation and actually know instead of assuming. Right, right. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, though, yep. like that's just the thing where everybody's just so like tippy toey, careful about everything, and it's just like, uh, no. unless you're Yoshi Obayashi, <laughs> that guy. I don't know who that is. He is a comedian. I think he's well, he's like based out of L.A., but okay. he like is travel. He travels everywhere, yeah. and he's like some like fucking. Not a phenomenon, but he's like this guy that was like a he does clinical trial testing for money. Like that's how he makes his money. He just lets. Huh medications be tested on him he gets enough money to go to like a different country and goes for like a week he's he, like i have a rash on, on like my face but dude, i can still go to china <laughs> pretty much and then like he was in dubai i think oh wow or some crazy shit and he like got a ride back on russell peter's private jet like he's like just oh my some God. fucking vagabond just some mystery man kind of deal and he did a drop-in set at this fucking open mic i host in goodyear which is like, uh, huh, huh. yeah, like really close to like, huh, huh. welcome to Buckeye. Like that's yeah, the next I know town Goodyear over. Is, yeah. And so like, it's right on the border of yeah. like, this is a really nice West Valley city in Goodyear. And then, yeah. and then the rest is like a lot of dirt lots and stuff. So mm-hmm. the crowd is so fucking weird, dude. Yeah. They are, they want to hear anything offensive. That's the thing. Uh, like, anything. like road gigs, like people, when people like are in LA and they're so careful what they're saying or whatever. And I'm like, dude. You need to go in the middle of nowhere. They want to hear everything. Y- Yoshi, I'm not going to say his yeah. jokes. Those are his okay. jokes yeah, to tell. Course. I'm just going to go over a couple of things he had mentioned. Yeah. He had done joke, a, a difference between black church and, and burnt, burnt churches. <laughs> he did how hard it is to drown a, an R-worded baby. Oh, my God. Because their heads are too big to fit in the bucket. Oh, my God. Now, I'm telling you, dude, I have not heard someone <laughs> tell jokes like this in person before yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like a new comedian. Right. And I was howling. <laughs> and I, every joke he had to tell, I had to look over to see if everyone else yeah. was laughing because I couldn't even hear them laughing. I That's was laughing the thing. so as hard. As long as it's done well. So it like was when so people, well. people got up in arms about, you know, Chappelle's special, the, the Sticks and Stones. And when I watched it, I yeah. was like... But if you listen to his cadence, sure. you watch his demeanor, you listen to him, you know he's 
joking. Yeah. He yeah. is a comedian. And he brings up, didn't he, doesn't he bring up this? Like, if someone read a transcript of a of a something and how fucking terrible it sounded. Yeah, it sounds Bill bad. Burr. Yes, Bill Burr it, brought yes, that yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. It yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you just if you literally just because one of my one of my friends on Facebook um, was like, oh, I re- I read the the transcript of his jokes and I have no interest in watching it because it's too offensive. And I'm like, but if you Anybody can say anything. Yeah, it, it's it's like that's like misinterpreting a text message. You're reading it in your voice. Yes, you're reading in your it, cadence. Exactly. But yeah. it's like it's like when somebody sends a text. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And you're like, what does this mean? And when they really just were like, hey, I just was wondering if you were home. I wasn't yep. trying to. There was no ulterior motive. If whatever. I say fuck you, little bitch. Yeah. To like one of my friends, mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, what's up, bub? Yeah. But if someone just reads the transcript, yeah. see what he said to me? Yeah. Fuck you, little bitch, man. What yeah. the fuck, dude? I didn't deserve that. Exactly. I don't want to have any room yeah. for that. So it's just like, nah, man. It you're, just you're... depends on, and one, yeah, it definitely depends on how it's done, too. Because yeah. if everyone's just up there just shouting the R word Shh. and the F word, then yeah, come on. Have dude. some fucking decency. Get with the times. I do believe that we need to be more progressive with, with you know, do c- cater to some, you know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. I don't think we should be calling little people midgets. I really don't. But, no, but, no, you're right. but, if in the joke it makes sense and it's yeah. witty and it's done the right way, yeah. you can use that word. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Thank, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Thank you. like definitely, the, 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 there are ways where you can still be respectful to you know whoever you're ta- whoever the person is that you're talking about, but like. There's still ways you can use it. So no. I don't think. So when people are like, nothing should be off limits, I'm like, well, there are some things you got to be careful about. Sure. Because we we should be respectful to people, but. At the same time, it's comedy, so there's always a line that we yeah. can cross. Yeah, and, and, and here's my thought process. And tell me, you can sure. disagree or agree with me. Mm-hmm. Get funny first. Yes, 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 yes. Get funny. Thank you. Be Have a reputation as the fucking funny guy. Yes. For real funny guy. Learn how to how, learn. Follow the rules before yeah. you can, before breaking them. Yes. That's why, that's why I tell a lot of people, too, where they're like, well, I'm, I just got started in stand-up. What I'm like... I'm like learn joke structure. <laughs> no politics if you can. No politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Write about yourself. Yes. Write what you think is funny. Write true to yourself. Just keep doing it. Learn the rules. Get funny. Then you'll know. Oh, I know how to yeah. work this angle now. Oh, I know how to. You know, for me, for so long, I was like, all right, I got to do premise setup punchline. Yeah. Premise setup punchline. It was probably like my second or second year in. I was like, I was like, I, I, I'm like something's off about my my comedy. Okay. And it was because my structure wasn't. Okay. down correctly. I was just saying stuff sometimes without having a punchline, for instance. Right. So I was like, all right. So I was I read the comedy Bible and that was amazing, the by the way. Comedy Bible? Highly recommend by Judy Carter. Okay. It's fantastic. Uh, some of the stuff in there is outdated. Because I need to learn how to write, dude. Okay. Judy Carter. Okay. The, the whole section in there on joke structure will never die. Okay. And that's what I need. That's so fucking it's, bad. It saved me and it made me and it made me infinitely better. Um, there's, like I said, there's a lot of things in there. You can just be like, eh, whatever. Sure. But for the majority, for the most part, there, huh? it's very, very good. And you can download it online for really cheap or probably okay. find it for free somehow. But Amazon Prime's got it for the low probably. Yeah, exactly. You know I got I mean? it used and then I eventually don't need it anymore. So I passed it on to a friend That's of mine. That's great. So, yeah. you know, so I was like, premise set up punchline, premise set up punchline. And then I was like, all right, I'm only going to joke about this kind of stuff. And then eventually... I was like, all right, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable joking about, for instance, masturbation or like there's just okay. certain, certain things that I want to talk about, but they would come off really poor on stage. Yeah, or in the wrong part of your set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I watched Ali Wong, and I was like really inspired. And then things started clicking. Oh, she can say this because this, mm-hmm. you know. And then I think so. Yeah, you do have to have some experience under your belt before you get it. 
it took me a while to get it. Sure. Well, it should take you a while. Yeah. If, if you're just doing it one way mm-hmm. and like not eating shit, that doesn't mean you're getting yeah. it. Like I did a, a whole experimental thing yeah. for like, I think almost, almost a year. Mm-hmm. I was doing primarily PG-13 to clean, like clean to PG-13 okay. comedy. I was refusing to say the F word or go, go do say anything crass because I was like just trying to be funny and trying to figure it out. You know, I, I did that to myself. And then. Yeah. Now I'm at the point, like, if you, if anybody watches my set, they're like, oh, she's really vulnerable. She does talk about, like, I do talk about a lot of things that could be seen as crass or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've, I, I found a way, I feel that, like, okay, I'm glad that I did what I did first. And I, you know what I mean? I learned how to do it. Seems like you're, you've know. done comedy the right way. I try. I don't I think tried. there's a perfect or right way there for everybody. No, 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 no. For Everybody's you, it different. it seems like you've been very sure-headed. But I've seen so many people, though, that come straight out the gate with the wildest shit like that, mm. and they're hilarious. Do you know what I mean? So okay, see, everybody I seen is that different. Yet. Hilarious? Yeah. I've seen people come out straight out the gate like that and just yeah. fucking tank uh-huh. for months and months and yeah. months and months, and then one night they get it. something happens, yeah. and you're like... Holy shit. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that? It was mm-hmm. like, that was actually good. Because they learned how to hone in on to what they're talking about. You know, about. and they didn't give up on that five minutes they've been trying. They yeah. believed in it. So they're everybody's like, I don't give different. A fuck if exactly. I say, yeah. He talks about like, you know, and it's it's, it's like it's kind of tiptoey subjects. Yeah. He's like, I'm scared about, you know, yes. being any man can hold me down and fuck me if they wanted to. Right. And you're like, you know, and he just on that subject, and we're just like, oh shit, mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. And for months, tanking yeah tanking tanking and then the whole five minutes wasn't on that but that was in there that right. was the kind of jokes that he was trying to yeah he's trying to be the offensive fuck you i've been through the ringer comic that's, and he uh, has been yeah but he's starting out like that's right. who he really is and so he's mm-hmm. just he's doing everything you're saying yeah. like this right about yourself yes. and your experiences but yes. his demeanor comes off like this guy isn't joking right but he is yeah so that's not good. Yeah, learn how to work with that. I was like, you guys. Then we wait. The wear the way he wears his hat on stage mm-hmm. was not complimentary right. to his stand up or to his appearance. Right, I get you. So there's a things that changed throughout these months. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I saw him do a set. He was fucked up. I was kind of worried about him, like yeah, just eating shit or just you know whatever. But he impressed me thoroughly. And even the owner That's was great. like, he had a great set. I was really worried about yeah. that guy. I mean, he's cut <laughs> off, but he's, he was, that was good. I was like, yeah. yeah, that was the first time I've seen that set go that well. I think he just had a breakthrough tonight. And yeah. It was just cool to see. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just don't give up on that shit. You yeah, know? exactly. Don't try too hard. Don't try to be somebody. Yeah. Be you. Yeah. Do what rings true to you, but also learning joke structure is extremely important. Because for me, I, that, the point I was trying to make was as soon as I really understood, okay, premise set up punchline, I now write naturally that way or... I do jokes that are a little bit different mm-hmm. than just that basic structure. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like I know now how to break those rules a little bit with, with the structure of my own jokes and find, cause it comes with your own voice. Right. Well, it's just like flipping a cup. If you yeah. flip the cup, for yeah. a fucking six months and you got really good at flipping a cup, you're yeah. going to want to do a double. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I, That's exactly yeah. the perfect way to, yeah. to... I love that analogy. That was great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that was a perfect way to wrap up this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we've been going for... Dude, every time I look down, it's just like, what? <laughs> I've only looked down maybe about three times. We're at hour 20. All right, It's y'all. fucking great. And then you have a show in like an hour. I know. I got to stop at a thrift store and get a shitty shirt and That's then I can right. go. I got a... No, yeah, actually, no. They won't fit you unless you just want an extremely large shirt. I've got a few. Well, I um, just need something that looks kind of douchey. I have a tank top. Oh, my God, yes. 
Yeah? Yeah, because I grew up my armpit hair, so that'd be too. great. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, I'll give you one. And I'll cool, go back cool. to you tonight. Okay, it's cool. from a, a failed clothing company I used to own. Perfect. Um, not Vibe Cop, though. Vibe Cop's still, still going strong. We're, we're cool. good on that. But um, cool, cool. yeah, so one last time, please yes. let everybody know yep. where to find you. Yep. And uh, let us know one more time the dates you have coming up at the uh, uh, mid-October. Of course. So the date's in mid-October here in Phoenix. Uh, downtown Phoenix, Thursday night, October 17th. Uh, Smooth Brew. Uh, Friday night, October 18th, mm. uh, AMF Comedy at the Sick Sense Theater. That's S-I-C Sense Theater. Um, I don't have Saturday locked in just yet, mm-hmm. uh, but hopefully I'll be at Improv Mania. You can go find everything is on my website. You can even see videos on my website that aren't um, on my YouTube channel. Okay. I have an unlisted video on there. Ooh. I have something, you know what I mean? So That's you can exciting. see videos of me. My YouTube channel is now cleaned up. Yep. So um, you can go to daniellearsay.com. And you'll find everything on there. All my links to all my social media. I am most active on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And reaching out to you to book Instagram yes. or email, website, yeah. what? So uh, Danielle Arce Comedy at gmail.com. Bam. It's the email. Or you can go onto my website. There's a contact section where you directly email Danielle Arce Comedy <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> or just slide into those DMs. However, sometimes things end up in the request box and it may take me a minute to see it. So email yeah. is the best way. Yeah. As a... Uh, 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 What's the most delicate way to put this? Um, as someone who's not ugly, <laughs> Danielle's inbox uh, could be a little busy um, with sometimes multiple creepy people. It gets And gross. so sometimes when you see those message requests up in that top right corner, yeah. you don't even want to look at it. Yeah, I you know. know sometimes I mean? it's pretty bad. I don't even get creepy shit. I just get fake shit. You know, like, <laughs> hey, baby. Want to f- come yeah. live chat? I'm just like, fucking... C-U-M. De- block. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Want to, the, le- the yeah, number two. Number like two. the pain f- like yeah. per fucking yeah. uh, word. Yeah. God anyways, damn. Anyways, yeah. so anyways, yes, yeah. please reach out respect- respectively to uh, Danielle. Yep. Um, and uh, um, I don't know what I'm doing right now. That's it. That's it. We did it. We well, did wait, it. You know, do, you, do you need to plug anything of yours? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Jesus Christ, dude. Fuck, man. That doesn't You're... happen very often, but it happens. Sometimes I just do get kind of just lost and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's okay. Um, please, guys, head over to manscaped.com one more time. Manscaped.com. Do and it. enter the code TIRED for 20% off and free shipping. And also, shout out to Kova Coffee Roasters yes. for sponsoring the podcast. I'm very sorry that I don't have any... For you right now. Oh, I don't. It's fine, but I love Kova coffee. I'm about to move out of here, and I just uh, had a reason to drink more than usual because I don't want to take anything back that I don't need. Do it. Um, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be great. They, then they're very kindly giving us uh, four twenty dollars codes to raffle off during the live podcast um, next month. So that's kind of cool. Uh, go to kovacoffee.com and enter code Kova five for five dollars off your first order. Um, this has been another episode of the Hella Tire podcast with Danielle Arce. Um, book her, love her, uh, embellish come see her. Me. Yeah, come see Danielle. Um, regular come see, C O M E. Yeah, C O M E. Proper email come. Yes, please. Um, and uh, yeah, if you guys want to donate to the podcast, you could subscribe for one, five, or ten dollars a month. Um, if you're my friend and this is uh, hitting your ears right now and you can't give me three cents a day, I don't know about you, man. He was a bitch. Yeah, I think you're kind of a bitch, dude. Uh, $10 a month, dude, no fucking way. I wouldn't subscribe to a podcast for $10 a month unless that was like my fucking, pff, my boy, dude. Right. I'm just a broke motherfucker right now. Yeah, That's all I there get is it. to it. Yep, me too. But if someone was asking me for a dollar a month. Yep, I'd do it. I'd give it to him. Yep. Oh, you're doing this four times a month and I'm I'm being entertained from it mm-hmm. in my car yep. going home from work and yep. life doesn't suck that bad? Yep. 
dollar, please, every 30 days. Not bad. You guys can do it, man. If I get like 200 of my friends to say yes, that changes my life. Yeah, absolutely. It's sad. I, I didn't but know it's that you fine. were doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly going to do that when we're done. You're, you're going to show me how to do it, okay. and I'm going to, I'm going to send well, you a dollar a month. I appreciate you, Dan. And you know what? I don't even feel like uh, this is asking. Um, I don't even feel bad. No. If you're like, hey, you got a dollar a month you want to give to me? Yep. Um, unless you're a child. But you're providing such a great <laughs> entertainment here. Like this podcast is great. I'm not it. a big fan of a lot of podcasts because I get very bored. But yeah. I love yours. I appreciate it. I really do, and I really do think that. Because I don't write any notes down or I don't have any structure, it allows the most organic. Well, you are a great host. You are a great interviewer. You are a great podcaster. So there's, you are destined for great things. Oh my goodness. Sure. I'm going to fucking clip that and just have it on repeat just the whole ride home. You are destined for greatness. You, you are. are great. okay, so. You are. You have such a good energy, <laughs> Bubba. Well, thank you. And you do too, Daniel. Thanks. And that's why I, I love having you over. Love when you come into town. Um, yeah. This time we're not going to be able to kick it like we usually do. But, it's all good. Um, we will see you in a couple weeks. Yep. I will have a fucking fresh beanie waiting for you to pick yes. out. And uh, guys, like one more time. Cool. And uh, psychotic, psychotic round of applause. A metaphorical round of applause for Miss Danielle Arce. Bye. Bye, Thank guys. You.